Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your host, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Yeah, Tom, and when I woke up from my dream, I remembered that uh, a group of unicorns is actually called a blessing, a blessing of unicorns. That's really, I never knew that. It's a blessing of I know. unicorns. Really? A blessing. So when I was running through the field of marshmallows in my dream, I was running with a blessing of unicorns. Did you also, were you also holding a cup of whispers? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> whispers and whispers and failed dreams. That's amazing. See, I, mm-hmm. I knew unicorns were real. And did you know, did you know that a group of butterflies is called a kaleidoscope? That's true. A kaleidoscope of butterflies. I I have I, I have used a kaleidoscope before, mm-hmm. but I didn't know there was butterflies trapped in there. That's what makes the colors, Tom. Mm. So they're tears, tears of it's children. tears of joy, <laughs> tears yeah. of little children. Is that what you said? Maybe. Okay, we're moving on from that one. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I think we're recording, Jim. Hey, J- hello, everybody. This is Tom from Tom and Jim's Top Five, and you know who that is on the other line. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Jim. Can I call you Jim? Please do. You're not supposed to call me Thomas. I, I, I we, we glossed over that last week. <laughs> You're like, can I call you Thomas? Oh, no, I was you, like, no. I, we didn't gloss it. I think you flat out said, don't call me Thomas. And yet, uh, strange enough, I just keep doing it. it did, did your mom call you Thomas when you were in trouble? Because my mom called me James when I was in trouble. Yeah, that's she, why I don't like to be called James. She called me Thomas when I was in trouble. She calls me Thomas a lot now. Just anyway, I, I don't mind the name Thomas. I like the name Thomas. But, uh, There's see, a train named Thomas. There is a train named Thomas, and uh, and uh, he gets himself into some mishaps. Mm-hmm. Lots and of tunnels. Lots of tunnels. Lots of switch tracks. Yep. Yeah. Thomas he loves train. that caboose. <laughs> well, that's two things we got something, in common. Oh, oh, this is going to be a great show. I have a good feeling. I've got a good feeling. Well, thank you for all our seven people returning to listen to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, I think we might have eight listeners now, Jim. Good. Yeah, probably not. Hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. We could probably name you all by first name if we wanted. <laughs> oh, no. So, Jim, uh, what? Uh, how was your weekend, huh? Uh, it was good. We didn't do a whole lot. We have a bunch of stuff planned, like... In the next couple months, so we're just kind of taking it easy when we can take it easy. So mm-hmm. we didn't do a lot. Everything everything we tried to do, we kept screwing up. Like we'd show up to a restaurant right after they closed, and then we'd oh, so go to the store right when it was closed. And Costco closes at like 6 on the weekends. Why do they close at 6 o'clock on the weekends? In Ohio? Yes, everywhere, I think. Really? So everywhere we went, they had just closed all weekend long. So we, it was just a crapshoot. But we watched, uh, we watched. It's just like a Twilight Split. Zone episode, by the way. It really is. And then I sat on my last pair of glasses. Damn it! 
All right. And what did you watch? Uh, I'm sorry. Split. Oh, the, so did... The M. Night Shyamalan movie. And so did we. We did as well. But, what, but this is your story. You go. Uh, well, that's very polite of you. Uh, I'm, I'm turning a, a new leaf, Jim. <laughs> uh, I like M. Night Shyamalan a lot. He's made some... Uh, He's made a couple bad movies, but overall, I really like his stuff, and um, it was good, man. It was really good, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. No. There's a good, there isn't a huge twist, not a huge like sixth sense twist at it, but the very end has a little bit of a teaser for something coming up that's really cool. If you watch his other movies, that you'll appreciate. It's awesome, and yeah, what's not ruined for people? I know a lot of people have seen it and maybe have read ahead a on it, but I watch, you know, when you watch the very end, you're just like. Your your jaw kind of drops you a bit, a little bit, and you're like, "That is awesome!" Yeah, <laughs> and you're just excited for anything else that he, this man hopefully will do soon. So I, I immediately jumped on IMDb. Oh, and yeah. oh yeah, searching for that. I was all over that um, last night. So yeah, I don't. Oh oh man, and if uh, if you have Netflix, Bloodline comes back out this Friday, <gasps> season which three. I'm super pumped about, and the last season, the final season. And that's going to burn up our whole weekend. And then House of Cards comes out on Tuesday of next week. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But Bloodline is phenomenal if you, if you haven't watched it. It's yeah. amazing. These shows need to come out in the winter because, like, I don't want to be stuck inside all summer. But I know. I will find time to watch them because Bloodline's great. I, I'm not, I don't watch House of Cards. I know. I know. I know, Jim. I'll find time. I'm, I could, okay. I, I could, I, I could feel a tone already. <laughs> I saw you. I heard you looking at me. I heard your eyes roll, roll. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Anyway, so that's cool, Jim. What else, is that? All you guys did? Just kind of hung out. You, yeah, you failed at eating, so hopefully you ate something. Yeah. Yeah. Tuna fish. Nice. All weekend. Nice. Dark, no, it was. Darkest. It was a good weekend. It was just elastic. Elastic. It was for elastic. It was an elastic weekend. It was very, very elastic weekend. Just like your tidy whities have the elastic band. <laughs> That's great. Okay, well, my weekend, thanks for asking, was uh, it was long. It was interesting and long. I had a, a nice three-day weekend, Jim. I mm-hmm. had Friday off, Saturday and Sunday. That's three days for those of you counting at home. And uh, Friday night, uh, a friend of mine is getting married in a couple weeks, and I'm in the wedding. And uh, I got to tell you guys, stop putting me in your weddings. I'm really, I'm over it, okay? I regret it immediately. Well, I know. That's the thing. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> Why would you put me at your wedding? You're not going to want me there. Hmm. I believe when uh, when you walked out at my wedding, the announcer said that your wife was invited and you were her plus one. Right, right. Which is, uh, uh, a lot of you at home might be laughing at that, but that's not a joke. <laughs> I like Dana better. Well, we all do. Uh, but anyway, he's uh, my friend's getting married in a couple weeks. Congratulations to them. But uh, he had his bachelor party on Friday. And he he wanted to go uh, camping. We we're gonna do a little camping, you know, go down and hang out at a buddy's campsite, do a little drinking and uh, playing uh, cornhole and all this stuff. I think we talked a little bit about this last week. And um, it was forty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it was horribly cold. It was so cold. And the worst part about that is the more is the colder it got, what do you do? You drink even more. Oh sure. So okay. yeah, because you think you're not being. I was going to say you you put on a coat. Well, I had I had a coat on. Trust me, I had a coat on. Uh, it was so cold, but it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. I drank a lot of a lot of beer. Even brought out the old uh, high school bush light. Someone had the bush light uh, beer, and I I literally looked at it and go, I don't think I've had. Sorry, mom, I don't think I've had one of these since high school. 
And um, and uh, I figured out why because it's horrible. Oh man, that was yeah. It was horrible. A lot of lot of forgotten memories. Right. With w- Bushlight. Woke up with a horrible headache and wonder why. So. Uh, but that was a lot of fun, and then uh, got back to town Saturday, and then uh, we had uh, some people over for a game night. But and so I was, you know, I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like I was kind of tired, but that's that fine. But before that, my wife's like, hey, so and so at our church is having a bake sale for this lady who's got cancer. They're doing a benefit. Run over there and get a bunch of stuff for the party tonight, and then we can donate to the thing. Okay, so I go over there very hungover, <laughs> trying to buy you know, brownies and cookies and all these people from church, you know, cause they haven't seen me in a while, obviously. Cause I don't go that often want to talk to me and I'm looking at them. Like I got my sunglasses on inside. It's pouring rain outside. <laughs> like these, like, and they know, and now God knows. And so it's like, yeah. So anyway, I got through that, but it was a lot of fun. Once we got the game night, that was fun. And then, uh, and then my wife has a, a friend in town. So Sunday night, a friend of hers comes in town. She's still here. She's leaving tomorrow. So for those of you listening to this, she'll probably be uh, in the friendly skies as we speak. But she's really cool and stuff. But and really nice. I like. But I, uh, I'm so tired. And both Dana and I are so tired that um, I uh, wish she came at a different time, just so we could be more uh, uh, fr- uh, better hosts. You know what I mean? Because in the middle of that, Fletcher's also started his baseball games, and uh, and work is crazy, and it's just it's, it's just been a long, stressful week already, and it's Tuesday, Jim. Ugh. Yeah. But I'm not complaining. I still got my health. Well, I mean, it's still got something. I don't know if it's healthy. <laughs> coming down to something. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So it's uh, not to sit and just complain. I um I've had a great weekend, and uh, it's just a long week. And um, Fletcher's first baseball game was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, wrangling these little kids is, uh, is, uh, is a challenge. I'll say that. Um, you know how many times I had to say, take that out of your mouth or don't put that in your ear or where's your helmet? No, that's his helmet. Get your glove. You can't go in the field with your helmet on. It was just that constantly for, uh, you know, two hours. So. It sounds awesome. I was wanting to be a baseball coach and now I'm rethinking it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, (sighs) Anyway, all right. Uh, so, uh, as I mentioned, we have a house guest. So, I'm regulated to our bedroom. I am in a new studio, Jim. No, no. I'm in our bedroom. So, I'm enjoying laying here on the on the on the bed, just talking to my buddy Jim. Thanks for giving me the mental picture of you laying on a bed while we're talking. Do you want to know? If, you do, just, do you want to know if I'm your go- feet just in the air, just kicking back and forth? What you doing? Yeah, I got I've got the phone cord wrapping around my finger. <laughs> got a pink phone. Uh, actually, I got one of those VTech phones that lights up when it rings. You '90s awesome. kids know what those are. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Do you know? You want to know if I'm wearing clothing, or should we just go ahead and pass that up? So, what's our topic today? Okay, so our topic this week is our uh, top uh, five summer activities, Jim. Okay. And so, stuff we did, we were excited for. You know, when summer break hits, with uh, you know, from school and stuff like that. But uh, g- before we get into it, Jim, we had a couple comments we need to talk about. Okay. Excited about the okay. <clears throat> One thing, real quick. Next week, remember we're featured on Podbean, and so we yes. got to make sure we do a good show, and we'll talk at the end of this show about what we're going to do for that show. Okay. So remember, next week Podbean will be a featured podcast. How exciting is that? I can tell you're excited. This is my excited face. I got it. Uh, so we had a couple comments. One uh, from uh, uh, listener Matt. 
who was referencing our summer movies a couple of weeks ago, our summer movies uh, show, he said, how, how come no Camp Nowhere on the list? Ooh. And I had to agree with him. Like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And we left it off. And I, I really enjoyed that movie. Camp, yeah. Um, who's in that? What was that? Uh... Christopher Lloyd. And I believe, Lloyd, I believe the kid from Home Improvement, isn't that, isn't that JTT uh, joint? Was he in that? I th- something like that. Well, one of those moppy-haired kids was in it. Hang on. You wait for it because oh. I'm going to look this up real quick. Right. The... Well, why oh. Jim's looking that up, uh, Matt, I agree. We, that should have been on it. It's a good movie. I need to show that one to the kid. I think he'll like that. I think. Uh... Oh, it was Andrew Keegan was ah, in it. They look alike. Probably not. Yeah, they're both they're both guys. They're both dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Um, I thought there was a girl in it that's famous. Um, yeah, that's who I was looking for. I thought it was Catherine Heigl, but it's not. It's Catherine not Jessica Heigl. Alba, is it? No. I don't know. You, oh, wait, you wait, move wait. on. All right, we're moving on. Well, anyway, Matt, sorry for leaving that off, and uh, we'll we'll try to get it right next time. Um, we had uh, 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 listener Jeremy. I uh, said, hey, tried li- <laughs> you like this one. Tried listening to your podcast at half speed. Uh, makes you guys sound drunk. <laughs> Which is weird because we are drunk. I, that was my response to him. I was like, well, it's kind of weird because I uh, probably was drunk. So at half speed, <laughs> it must be a real trip. It's like quarter speed right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, listener Katie, who we've heard from, from a few times. We love listener Katie. Um she says, I've been going back listening to your your old shows because I, I can't uh, – I'm going through Tom and Jim withdrawals. She can't wait mm. for weekly. Those, and she goes those back are all and, greatest hits. Yeah, those are our greatest hits. So thanks again for the downloads, uh, Katie. We appreciate <laughs> it. But she did ask us a question, Jim. What other podcasts do you guys listen to? Because she wants some oh, some podcasts to listen to while uh, she's waiting for ours to down, you know, to update. So, yeah. So what, uh, which ones do you recommend, Jim? Um, I listen to This American Life. I think that's kind of like the most popular staple of podcasts. That one got me into podcasts, and I listen I, to one Ira called Gra- Ira, Ira Glass, right? Yeah, yes, Ira Glass. Easy for me to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Re- Revisionist History with Malcolm Gladwell is really good. He's he's brilliant. He was a journalist and an author, and it's only uh, eleven episodes. It's one season. I don't know if he's going to do any more than that. And we've mentioned last podcast on the left a few times. I listened to one called Harmontown with Dan Harmon, who did the show Community. And that one's really good. And then I listened to a couple of political ones that I won't bore you with because you may or may not like politics. But uh, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat is one of them, and Pod Save America is another one mm-hmm. if you like politics. Nice. Well, and Jim, this is a great question because you and I have been listening to a new one. And I, I told yes. you, you got to start listening to this. And, uh, and you, you started. It's uh, it's called Up and Vanished. It's amazing. It is. It is really good. I was a little shaky at first because they're they're not the guy who does it is not uh, at first he's not like great at it. But the story content is so good that I stuck with it, and now it's like phenomenal. It's about a missing girl in Georgia, and uh, this guy's a documentary filmmaker, and just randomly started looking into her case to make a documentary and a podcast. And it's just unraveling as he's doing it in real time. And it's phenomenal. Yeah. He started, it's 12, like 11, 12 years later after this case has gone cold that he starts looking into it. And it's awesome. So if you like true crime ones, like serial S town, you know, those things, this is a, this one I recommend and it's still going on. So like, it's not over yet. So once you do catch up, like I am, you might get frustrated and have to wait a week or two to, (laughs) 
for the new episode. But I'm telling you, man, it's worth it. It's a great. I, I love this one. They got a couple guys at work got me on this one. What's really what's funny and annoying about this one? They're only like 30 minute episodes, so you right. can burn through them fast. But he'll be like, and then I got a phone call, and it unraveled everything. It was the smoothest call I ever had. <laughs> Just like the shave I have from Johnson's Razors he promoting this podcast. Yeah, he it's does ridiculous. have a lot of ads, which I'm kind of jealous because that means he's getting paid to do that show. But <laughs> and we're not, but he has a lot of ads and it's like he's not he's like us. He he, he should not be on the his voice sucks like ours. So he should not be on these things. He's a filmmaker, you know. So um so well, he, he like, fell into this career, but he's uh he he's heck of a storyteller anyway so he's it's it's good it's it's like and then my wife made me take the phone call just like she made dinner last night with blue apron we had salmon uh, it was fantastic and you think he's bad wait till you get his wife on there talking about her uh birch box or whatever the heck that she gets in the mail it's so bad yeah it's <laughs> but other if you get through all that it's a great great podcast <laughs> It really is. The content is good. Just skip yeah. through the yeah. random commercials in it. So, anyway. so Katie, hopefully that helps you give you give you some extra ones because you are you're going through withdrawals, not listening to us. But we do appreciate the downloads. You can go back and listen to ours anytime. You know. So, <laughs> uh, a couple more comments, Jim. I got, and then um, we actually have a I have a bunch of comments, but I'm going to save some for the end of the show because people were commenting on our top five topic for this week. So I'm going to what and what their top five is. So I'm going to wait okay. and we'll talk about that after we do ours because i uh some of them might be on my list and maybe yours so um listener ryan uh said just finished your summer songs episode awesome show and then he asked do you guys have a playlist somewhere so i can hit just play like on spotify so it's like tom and jim summer songs on spotify so the songs we talked about we can make a list and then he can listen to them at like work and stuff and i know certain people do this yeah so we're we're looking into that we we kind of talked about that briefly, I think. At least I was talking to my wife about it because I don't really know Spotify that well. I use Pandora, and and, and you know I know everyone's like, oh, you got to use Spotify, and and I don't get it. But uh, we're gonna figure that out because that's a good idea. Because our '90s albums one would work for that. Um, our uh, music video ones even work would work for that. You know, just could just just get the music out there. I think that'd be fun. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. So Ryan, that's good. And he he did say quote I, or uh, he put in parentheses. I'm just late. I'm just lazy. So you guys do the work. <laughs> so he wants, and I respect that. Yeah, I respect that too. Um, and Jim, my favorite comment of the week. Remember a couple weeks back, we we say we kept saying we were getting this one download each week from Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we said, yo, send us an email or something. Guess what, Jim? Taiwan Jake. His name is Jake. <laughs> Sent us an email to Tom and Jim's top five at gmail.com. Uh, he goes, and here's the email. Hey, guys, a show or two ago, you ended the show with a shout out to your one listener from Taiwan. Well, guess who? This guy. <laughs> Love the show. Um, and he says, he, said, yeah, he says, by the way, we are actually practically Podbean neighbors. He also has a podcast with his brother. It's uh, called Rabbit Hole Sessions, which I've downloaded. I haven't listened to it yet, Jake, but I'm going to. And, uh, and uh, he uh, he says, but you two run a much tighter ship than my brother and I. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, ours is sinking no so fast. I know. I'm like, no way. But uh, that is so cool. So I, um, yeah. So he's an American living in Taiwan. I don't know what he does or anything. Uh, but that is so cool, Jake. Thanks for listening. That is absolutely awesome. 
that <laughs> that uh, you found our show. You're not a family member or anything, or forced to listen, you know. And uh, <laughs> and so, and I will, I will, I swear, Jake, I'm going to check out your your uh, your podcast. Um, and uh, hey, Katie, back to Katie's question. Listen to Rabbit Hole uh, Sessions. Maybe you like their podcast. There's something you can listen to while you're waiting for ours too. So, um, so yeah, they're also on Podbean apparently. So that is so cool. So Jake, thanks again, Jim. How about that, huh? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, okay. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Just want to make sure you're still there. <laughs> All right. You were on mute. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh so so cool. All right, and uh, real real quick, uh, not I don't want to bring the show like to a screeching halt or anything, but uh, really sad news. What's going on in England and everything? So you know, our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to everyone out there. That is incredibly sad, and so I don't want to. Uh, I don't know, Jim. You got anything to say about that? It just it's just sad that this stuff happens every couple months now. Yeah, and uh, and I mean it's sad. It, it, for a couple reasons, but one, it's, you know, I know that it happened. I've watched a little bit of TV on it, but when things like that happen, it's just such a common occurrence anymore that I I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but I'm just not as, you know, 10 years ago when something like that happened, I'd be glued to the TV right now, taking in all the information. And now I'm, it's sad that you're just like, well, there was another terrorist attack. Right. It's well, yeah, it sucks. It's it sucks. It sucks for them. And you know, I don't know if we have any listeners out there, but or people with family members out there. So hopefully, we can at least bring you a little joy for the week. And uh, you know, hopefully someday this will all stop. But and the other the other sad news, Jim, we didn't talk about last week. Um, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden passed away, and I think it was yeah. day. I think he died the passed away the day of our last show, and so that's why we didn't get to talk about it. I know a lot of people have been talking about it this week. And last, and uh, that sucks, man. He was one of the one of the greatest voices of seriously of a '90s band. I absolutely loved his voice. And uh, we're yeah. gonna, I'm gonna end we're gonna end the show this week. And instead of our, our theme music, I'm gonna play um, play one of his uh, one of their Soundgarden songs because uh, that was that really sucked. He was only 52 years old. Yeah, and and that was another thing where I knew that he had passed away, but I didn't know how he passed away until a couple days later. Right. Yeah. It's, very very sad um i wasn't as big of like a, a soundgarden fan as i was more of an audio slave fan yeah because i was a huge rage against the machine fan so but you take him you know, them and put his voice on there it's like oh my god they're awesome you know yeah yeah so. it's fantastic so okay well what's 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 let's pick it back up here again those sad news but i felt they were important we needed to talk about those so every 90s kid knows who chris cornell was and either know audio slave or soundgarden so so but let's get let's get into our top five, Jim. Our top five summer activities. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. You you were a little nervous about this one this week, Jim. Yeah, well, I didn't do anything during the summer. Yeah, and then I made a an offhand comment that I felt you snapped at me and got very upset with me, and I apologize. I think you're just too sensitive. Oh, I read things very, very wrong. No, no, I was, I was just literally just got yelled at by someone else before I got your text back, so I just took it the wrong way. <laughs> no, I know you weren't mad. I was joking. What this was? Can I say no. it? It wasn't. This is not one of your summer activities, right? Can I say what I said? Yeah, yeah. I don't okay, care. I, because I, Jim, you know, you grew up on the farm or near a farming community, and so I asked if you would go cow tipping, and you yes. right away told me that's a fallacy. They weigh thirteen hundred pounds and they do not sleep standing up. But that I think I just said. Yeah, go ahead. I, I think you asked me if I ever cow tip, and I just said, "Don't stereotype." Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I did right away. But that you know, being the fact that they're they're heavy and they don't sleep, it doesn't stop people from trying to cow tip. I'm sure you know someone who's went and tried this. 
No, I think it's more of a myth. I think it's more think of it's a, 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 a Beavis and Butthead myth than it is an actual thing that anybody or, ever or, really tried uh, to do. Tommy Boy. You know, they did in Tommy Boy. That's probably mm, what, That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy shnikes. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim. Well, let's just get into it. Then. What's What's your number five summer activity that is not cow tipping? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now again until i could actually like get a driver's license i didn't do anything during the summer okay and then when i got my driver's license i worked that's pretty much all i did i had like five jobs well there's so, your activities right there yeah right <laughs> so um uh, for my number five i just put fishing nice. because i used to fish a lot and i really enjoy fishing um and to me, it was more of a summer activity, I guess. There were a lot, some lakes around where I grew up, and we used to go out on those or some canals or the rivers. Um, I grew up right on the Mississippi River, and there's another one by it called the Rock River that we used to fish a lot, too. Rivers are hard to fish, a lot harder than lakes. This is true. Um, this is very true. So, yeah, I, I guess I guess fishing. Um, I'll tell you a fishing story please. since I have nothing else to say about fishing. Please, please embellish it, too. Tell <laughs> us about the biggest fish you caught just like a drunk person would at a bar sure you got it um so i was probably a freshman maybe in high school and me and a couple friends of mine were out camping and uh night fishing we were fishing for carp which aren't great to eat but they're fun to try to fish for because they put up a really good fight and they're big and we were fishing with corn just canned corn and uh i caught you know got one on the line got a bite and it was dark out so we really couldn't see anything and uh, I'm trying to reel it in, and I felt my line snap. So oh. I was just like, oh, okay, well, that one's done. And then my pole, like, jerks out of my hand again, and the line had broken the reel and then knotted around the very last loop on the pole. Oh. And uh, I couldn't reel it in, so I just had to, like, run back and drag the fish on land. And uh, <laughs> we caught it. It was a big carp. I don't remember how big it was. It was probably a foot long, a nice. foot and a half long. I don't know. It was a big carp. And but you don't eat them, so I threw it back. But uh, yeah, it was exciting. It was, nice. uh, it was a fun little fishing story. Nice. Well, I love fishing. That's a good one, Jim. That's a great summer. Take, him, activity. I take my wife fishing once. How'd that go? Good. She caught a fish. Really? She enjoys fishing. She does. Okay. Yeah, good. and yeah, and I always want to go fishing here. I want to get a fishing license and actually fish here because there's some areas we can go. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, that'd be great to do. And maybe we'll do it next summer. We just never end up yeah, doing it. Yeah, I understand that. We're 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 gonna get our license. Uh, maybe not this year because we're gonna, we're starting to do a lot more camping, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get uh, end up doing the license and stuff too. You know, if you only go like once or twice, you really don't. You know, they're not gonna bother you about it because you're not gonna catch much. But if you go fishing all the time, and I think that would be fun to do with the kid. My my son really wants to go fishing a lot, so it's like okay, I gotta figure this out. And we'll go. So that's a good one. Jim. Oh yeah, that'd be. It'd be great to do with a kid. Great, great. Well, my number five, Jim, you kind of mentioned it already. You said when you got your license, you know, all, all you did is work. Well, here in where I am in Duluth, there's this place called Canal Park and Park Point. It's like, it's where, we're, um, you know, we're right on the Lake Superior. And so we, it's a little, it's a touristy area, that part is anyway. And so I, um, I worked at this arcade in Canal Park. You know, where all the, two, all the you know, families would come and play. You know, they all come from all over. And, and so my friends and I all got jobs there in the summer. And and so we worked and played all down in this Canal Park area. We, we would drive around. And you was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week. You talked about there's like a an avenue you guys would drive around in Rock Island. Was it Rock Island? No. Mm-hmm. Is that Rock Island? Moline. Moline, sorry. And, uh, Same thing. Okay, I, I apologize. Um, 
so there we we there's this uh, canal park's a loop a little road lake avenue is a loop and we would drive around just with the cars playing music and we do that for hours <laughs> so like yeah. we would so I, we'd work until like 10 30 till the arcade closed and then we would uh drive around and uh playing music i'd always play eve uh um uh eve six i love that cd <laughs> inside <laughs> out and my friend scott and i would just jam to that we'd be just going around in my 86 Oldsmobile Calais. Love that car. And, uh, yeah, and then we, and our friend lived on Park Point, which is the neighborhood right next to it, and then we go swimming in the dark in the, in the lake, which is probably something you shouldn't be doing, and, and we all made it out alive, but it's good, but uh, that was, like, uh, that. so that summer was, like, that was the best, that was my, still to this day, my favorite summer, just to hang out, because we all worked at the same place, we all had nothing to do, but we had our license, and we just drove around, and, uh, you know, we tried to pick up girls. Of course, all of us were afraid to even talk to a girl. And none <laughs> I of us, still am. Yeah, I still am. Like, terrified. And, uh, yeah, so that's my number five. Just kind of drive and hang out with friends. Nice. Yeah, those are high school days. All right, Jim, well, what's your number What's your number four? I would say summer vacations. Okay. Is this, my number four. Nice. You got any specific summer vacations? No. Moving on. Okay. No. <laughs> We, um, when I was younger, we used to go down to Missouri to, uh, Branson, Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, sorry. Branson, north of Branson. There's a town called Osage beach that we used to go to. And it's a, it's a a lake town, a touristy lake town. And we used to go down there when I was a kid. And then a few years back, my wife and I drove up from Tulsa and my parents drove down and we, we had a place together and spent the week there. And it was, that's where I taught my wife how to fish. Um, so we used to do that when I was a kid, and then we would go to um, amusement parks. There was one in Des Moines called Adventureland that we used to drive out to. And there's one in Gurney, Illinois, north of Chicago, called Six Flags Great America that we used to go to. We never went to Six Flags in uh, St. Louis, and it's the same distance. We lived like halfway between St. Louis and Chicago. We never went down to St. Louis. Huh, interesting. But I love amusement parks. I live close to Cedar Point, and I still haven't been there either. Oh, yeah. I want to go. Yeah. I've never been there. I'd always watch those things on like Discovery Channel, like best roller coasters, top ten roller coasters in the country, and it, like five of them would be from Cedar Point. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, you should come down here. And we can go to Cedar Point. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should come up here, and we should. Uh, you know, I'll just come down there. I'll just come down there. Um, <laughs> and uh, now we go out to we go further east. My wife's from Philly, so we go out to the East Coast and and um, go to the beach there, um, like. South Jersey or Delaware, uh, Maryland, De- even Ocean Delaware. City, Maryland. Look at me. I'm in Delaware. <laughs> good stuff. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, okay, that's good. That's good. I, you mentioned uh, summer vacations. And so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Uh, I have two summer, different summer vacations on my list. So I split mine up a little bit. So my number four is uh, a little place called Wisconsin Dells. You ever heard of this, Jim? Okay. Yeah, I know. I know the Dells. Yeah, okay. I just never went. Oh, did your parents really hate you? <laughs> we didn't travel much when I was a kid. Oh, see, we we went if it was driving distance, we were going. You know that kind of thing. Like I don't think I was on my first plane until I was like you know eighteen. <laughs> so we drove everywhere. So we're <laughs> we're only about I don't know seven hours from Wisconsin Dells. So it's driving distance. Uh, I love Wisconsin Dells. For those of you who don't know, Wisconsin Dells, the water park capital of the world. It's um incredible place. I think I, I 
couldn't even tell you how many different water parks. When I was there, there was two big water parks when I was going as a little kid. There was Noah's Ark, which is huge, and that's the big one. And then there was like Family Land or something, which was the smaller one, but it was still fun. had some cool stuff. But Noah's Ark was incredible. It had all these different water slides, all these different things. I, oh, I mean, it, it seems like everywhere you go now, there's like a different place, a water park. But you got to think this is like 100 times bigger than than one that's in a hotel or connected to a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I loved it. And Wisconsin Dells is also, it's got uh, a bunch of different things. It's got like a, a I'm, the one thing like is the, there's this like water ski show. Like they do like, uh, you know, go off the jumps and stuff on this little lake. And uh, the Tommy, it was like, at the time, I don't know if it's still called, it's called the Tommy Bartlett Thrill Show. And they would be water skiing and stuff, and they and they would uh, do these flips on the, all these jumps, and then there'd be fireworks, and they go through fire like fire rings. It was just crazy. And then they had uh, they had a robot world there, Tommy Bartlett's robot world. Tommy Bartlett was pretty big there. I should have looked up why, but whatever. Uh, and uh, you know, so it was like and then they had a Ripley's Believe It or Not. It was such a little cool town. It had all this cool different stuff, and uh, and we would go. Uh, zip lining and mini golf and go karts and uh, I never did the horseback riding or anything, but they have tons of that stuff. And I just remember going there a few times as a kid. Is there's so much fun? I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Well, that sounds like a delightful time. Yeah, I'm really sad that your your uh, your uh, family didn't bring you. We're so close. You're closer yeah, than no. I was. Where is it at in Wisconsin? It's just um, uh, just. We'll see here, but I think between I think uh, I should have looked up, but someone will correct me, I'm sure. But between Madison and Milwaukee, kind of in that area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's not too far. We could do that in like no, four hours, probably. No, it's right off the Wisconsin uh, River. It, actually, it's uh, well. Here it is. It straddles four different counties: Adams, Columbia, Juneau, and Sauk County. Does that help you? <laughs> not at all. But thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I love that. If I, I do recommend anyone with family who loves water parks go to this place. And every hotel now has its own, so you can go all year round. You can go in the winter time, and they have these awesome water parks in the hotels and stuff. So, uh, just it's a great it's a great place. Jim, when you have a little when you have a little guy or girl and they grow up, you you bring them there, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. I'll write that down. Write that down. Oh boy. <laughs> well, Jim, what's your number three? My number three uh, is uh, summer baseball and softball games. This is so a good picture. my sister played softball. That, thank you. Thank yes. you. Uh, my sister played softball when I was younger. So I grew up going to her games and I would sit in the dugout and, and keep score. They had like a little electric box and I would run the scoreboard. Nice. And, uh, you know, like the parents took turns in the concession stand. So sometimes my mom would work the concession stand and just like the the smell of a ball diamond and the, oh, yes. the gloves and the, the team pop. And, uh, do you call it pop? Or you call it soda. We call it pop here in Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Uh, so team pop and ring pops and sour patch kids and fun dip and all that stuff that goes along with it. And then when I got older, I played baseball until, I don't know. I was probably 17. Maybe I played summer baseball Nice. and, um, love baseball i i started out in the outfield and i am horrible like i cannot catch a fly ball to save my life but i'm really good in the infield and nobody thought to put me there for like 10 years so uh, i know it's like whatever so yeah i started pitching and then i pitched for a few years and then uh, i went to first base when i couldn't pitch and yeah i mean i love baseball and i love going and then 
we would even just go up to the ball diamond in my hometown and see who was playing because all of our friends you know were on teams so we would just before we went out that night we would swing by the ball diamond and uh hang out and watch a game and it was kind of like the social event to do is go to the go to softball or baseball games nice nice well jim this is my number one jim oh Same well pick. there you go so I'll, do you I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here if you don't mind you go for it. So baseball is my number one, and I absolutely love baseball. I think a lot of people know that by the way I talk about it a lot now. But yeah, I started off at playing, you know, from four years old playing t-ball. Uh, that's where I met my, you know, two of my best friends that were still, you know, friends today, Tony and Ryan. And like, in growing up, you go from t-ball to little league to to you know into high school baseball and stuff like that. And just that, so every summer when school got out, like I just was so excited and uh, all I look forward to is playing ball all summer long. And and uh, we also had like a field. We call it the field. You know, we, we talked about during the Sandlot movie. It's like they had the Sandlot. We had a baseball field. We just call it the field. And we go there every day and just play. Just pick up a game. It wasn't you didn't have cell phones or anything. You just knew, hey, just show up and we're gonna be there. And you start playing a game with all the neighborhood kids and stuff. It's <laughs> so much fun. I absolutely love it. And you're right. The smells, Jim. The smell of the cut grass and the dirt of the field and the leather of the ball it just oh yeah it's something is baseball is so rom- romanticized but it's because there's for good reason it's just like it's got all these qualities to it it, it sparks so many memories and, and so many thoughts and it's just i uh, absolutely absolutely love it and uh some of my best uh, memories was on when i did you have like american legion baseball or vfw baseball back you know um yeah, there was American Legion. I didn't. I think there was American Legion. Yeah. I didn't play it. Though. So the you know the summer league. You know you play your high, for your high school, but then the summer you play you know summer summer league ball, and that was like American Legion and stuff, and oh, so much fun because it was like fine, we we just had our license then, so we'd be able to drive ourselves to the game. So you pack in like five kids into one car, you know, because <laughs> only one of you had your license or something or, or a car, and like uh, you know it, it just you play double headers, and you didn't have. Any responsibility? You play double headers during the day, and and then uh, you go hang out at night, and it, it just—I absolutely loved it. And then, uh, and then my friends and I, um, you know, later on, you know, we go to the, like I said, we go to the field every day, and there'll always be tons of neighborhood kids. Well, you know, kids start getting out of baseball at some point, but my fr- couple of friends and I, t- the ones I mentioned, Tony and Ryan, who I met when I played t-ball, we started playing at the the field, and the field is now small to us because it was for smaller kids <laughs> so we started we we just started playing home run derby and so we would just play for hours we just play home run derby and uh god i would give i would literally drop everything and go do that right now if those guys came to town oh, yeah. it's like let's go and i'm like yeah let's do it and i think we played like every day one summer like it's all we did <laughs> you know <laughs> we it was so yeah i uh baseball is the greatest thing i love i absolutely love it I know some people think, oh, baseball is boring. You know what? It's because you don't get it. <laughs> so I'm just going to say right now, if you don't enjoy it, you don't. It, it, that's fine if you don't like it. But if you say it's boring and you haven't given it a chance, then the, you, you shouldn't say anything at all. But that's uh, that's just my personal opinion. But I, oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And the Twins are doing great this year, Jim. I don't, I don't know the White Sox are doing. I just imagine they're doing poorly. They are. They are doing poorly. That's good, why I brought, good deal. That's why I good brought deal. it up. Oh, so, good. That's good, very nice. Of good. You. Well, good pick, Jim. That's yeah. Yeah, your number three, my number one. We're see, we're cruising through this, Jim. See, you, you wanted fast-paced shows. You wanted fast-paced shows, and I'm bringing. I'm giving you. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's uh? That was your number three. So we're on to my number three. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going back to a vac- vacation thing, but mine's kind of uh, 
it, it, living here in Minnesota, this is like a rite of passage. You have to do this. And mine is the Minnesota State Fair. And that's the perfect <laughs> end to the summer. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot to put fairs and rodeos on my list. That's a good one. In every, you know, every county, you know, has a fair. Every state has a fair. Um, and, you know, of course, I love our state fair. And I, and I, I don't mean to toot our horn, but toot, toot. Minnesota has the greatest <laughs> fair in the country. Um, it, it's always trading, you know, blows back and forth with Texas State Fair. And the only reason Texas State Fair has is bigger is because theirs runs for a month, and the Minnesota State Fair runs for only two weeks. And uh, mm-hmm. but so Minnesota is technically bigger per day because they have more people per day. So there's I've a- been to the Texas State Fair because it's uh, the fairgrounds. Um, the Cotton Bowl is in the middle of the fairgrounds. Yeah, and it's and huge. When, Their fair is so huge. When Oklahoma plays Texas, you get a ticket to the fair because you have to get into the fair to get to the Cotton Bowl to watch OU Texas. Yeah, and it's and, and I've been to that game. And hey, they they do a heck of a fair. <laughs> Give it to them. I'm not yeah, not well, taking yeah, anything yeah. away from them. Um, just the fact that uh, you know we we have a shorter time to get there, so of course we have more people going it each day. So that's pretty much our only right. thing. But I love the state fair is awesome. We every year we go, um, you know, back especially when we didn't have a, as much money. You know, my parents raising three kids and they had just like normal jobs like you and I have. You know, we don't, our our trip every year besides the one the few times we go to Wisconsin Dells that was the big trip. Um, it was uh, every year we go to uh, Minnesota Twins game, the state fair, and then Valley Fair, which is our version of like Six Flags, but a, okay. to a much smaller scale. And uh, it's gotten bigger now over the years, but it's it was much smaller. And so, and as a little kid, I'd be like, "Oh, we got to get through the state fair, so we can go on the cool rides at Valley Fair tomorrow." You know, because that's the theme park. But not realizing that the best part of that trip was not the Twins game or or Valley Fair; it was the state fair. I absolutely loved it. Even you know, just being ingrained <laughs> in it as a little kid. The food is incredible. Oh, the cheese, oh, yeah. cheese curds, Jim. Oh my god. And I, I love fair food. Yeah, I love fair food. And a little sad story: the one cheese curd stand that's been there since the since you know forever just said they're closing their doors this year, so they're not going to be there. And it's it it made it made a lot of news around here. People are very upset. <laughs> they got to have their grease and cheese. But uh, uh. yeah, so I love it. And and uh, they had Machinery Hill was my favorite as a kid because they showed all the tractors and all the cool things like that. And as a kid, you get to run around, jump on them, and stuff. And then uh, there's a 4-H building, and Jim, I even asked you if you were a 4-H kid, and I think I was trying to stereotype you again, and I apologize. I think you were. I, yep. uh, yeah, I think you were. I was not a 4-H kid. But I bet you knew some. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a ton of them. Yeah. Um, 4-H and FFA and all that. Do you know what FFA is, Tom? I don't. What is that one? Future Farmers of America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that before. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. A lot of... Livestock in my area. Yeah, and the, I love the livestock. And a couple things about the state fair: um, they always had the, the the biggest pig, and yet the see how big it was, and the one like it's always like twelve hundred pounds. <laughs> huge, you it's know, just miserable. And as a kid, never ask, never ask your father where all the animals go after the fair. Never ask that. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, and then <laughs> one of the big things Minnesota does, and if we're in dairy land here between Minnesota and Wisconsin. And they do, they always do the, I, I forget what, what the pageant is. I think Prince, well, Princess K of the Milky Way is the pa- oh, pageant. Oh, my God. 
And so they do it like a, a beauty pageant thing. And the winner, they take the winner, and, and she's the, the 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 person of the fair the whole the whole time. But they take a big, <laughs> like ninety pounds of butter, and they the sculptor sculpts her face. <laughs> with butter and they just they swear to god they display it it. jim i think it might be in the 4-h building they display it and and it's in the dairy building fitting because it's butter and and they they circle it like it's it's this big artwork piece no it's incredible jim you should look it up online yeah every year you gotta go see the face of butter that's what it's huge it's absolutely ridiculous i imagine it being like the prettiest Denny's waitress, and then the other waiter is just scooping out the little butter packets and making a head. That's that's what I picture this as. Well, I think that's how it started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Um, yeah, that's one of the coolest things. There's so many different cool things there, and now it's you know the fair has gotten so big they have awesome rock concerts in the arena, like the outdoor uh, arena uh, stadium. Um, you know, I mean, great, great. I mean, great, great concerts. Good country artists, rock artists. Um, OAR, who we talked about a lot, they've played there. You know, a lot of, a lot of people. So that's really fun. And um, oh yeah, I love it. And everything, Jim, is on a stick. All the food. Oh man, Jim, food is so good. What's your favorite food on a stick? Oh man, on a stick. I mean, if you're going to a fair, you got to get a corn dog, right? Yeah, I think that's the staple. That had to be my number one. That's my favorite. Is like it's just a classic corn dog. But if you're going like deep fried, amazing food at a fair, I'm going deep fried Oreos. Nice, that's a good one. Um, I've had. Have you had the deep fried Twinkie on a stick? No, I've never had a deep fried Twinkie. That's incredible. Um, uh, I've had uh, bacon on a stick dipped in chocolate, which is odd. Oh. That's an odd one. Um, Minnesota has some really fun. Yeah, every year that's the thing. Every year, everyone's like, "What's new? What's the new thing on a stick?" So they get crazy. Uh, they had a hot dish on a stick. That's a Minnesota hot dish. Um, uh, spaghetti and meatballs on a stick. It's very hard to eat. Huh. Very hard to eat. Feels uh, like I feel like that should just be in a bowl all the yeah. time. Uh, lobster on a stick. Deep fried candy bars on a stick. Oh man. Um, uh, of course, the classic corn dog. My favorite though that I tried that it was kind of out there was alligator on a stick. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's very good. A little chewy, a little chewy, a little gamey, you know. But <laughs> pretty, pretty good. You dip enough ranch on it, you're fine, you know. So and there's always your, like your your uh, staple of fried foods, like fried green tomatoes and oh, fried pickles, yeah. are always fantastic. Uh, also, one of my favorite movies. Um, <laughs> I could tell. And when we lived in when we lived in uh, Tulsa, we'd go to the Tulsa State Fair, which was always stupid because. Tulsa is not a state, but they call it Tulsa State Fair. And <laughs> so many, yeah. But uh, the TV station that Tom and I worked at would do our newscast live from the fair. So did you ever do that, Tom? Did yeah. you ever go to the fair oh, and yeah. do the I had to sit out there with our buddy Paul and do uh, weather live hits, I think. I think it was. It's, yeah, it was us. Yeah. It was really easy, and uh, you really didn't do a whole lot of work, but vendors would always bring you free food. That was so awesome. we just always have, like, Philly cheesesteaks, and I remember one of our anchors getting this ball, and I never could track down what who what Stan had this, but it was this ball, a fried ball, and then the inside was, like, cream and fruit. Oh my so God. you get, like, a cherry cream fruit ball. It looked insanely good, and I never was able to figure oh. out what Stan had that. Wow. A um, couple yeah. of things that the Minnesota State Fair does. I'm sure a lot of state fairs do this. A um, couple of things that aren't on a stick that I love. Uh, one's a scotch egg. Have you heard of these things? Oh, I love scotch oh, eggs. Okay. Yeah. Those are British awesome. Thing. Yeah. There's like a pancake wrapped. It's like a 
sausage egg and wrapped in a pancake and it's a ball and you just eat it <laughs> it's just i mean uh, the, they're incredible it's incredible um and uh uh there's uh one of my favorites or my wife's favorites is getting the, the fresh corn on the cob there it's incredible oh like street corn oh so oh, good. oh man stop i'm so hungry street corn's so good i'm not gonna stop though. i'm gonna keep going uh so another thing is uh <laughs> as martha martha's cook famous chocolate chip cookies is uh there in like you, you get this bucket of just gooey chocolate chip cookies and you and right next to oh. that is this thing where you get ice just ice cold milk for like 25 cents and you can just get refilled, oh, so and it's just like it's incredible. You you just waddle out of there because you're just fat from all the food, you know. But it is so good. The state fair is incredible. And last year we didn't get to go um, just because of my job. I didn't get time off, but pretty much have been there. Besides one or two years, I've been there almost every year of my life, and it's just the best way. And it's always right. It ends on Labor Day. It's like the two weeks leading up to Labor Day. And it's like it's the best way to end the summer. It's just to mm. you know gorge yourself on food and stare at someone's you know, your tractor and, and buy some, <laughs> buy some art week made out of those tractor parts. You know, it's just great. It's great. I love fair food. I love going to fairs when ours was, uh, we had a, a bunch of fairs where I was from. We had the Mississippi Valley state fair and that was a really big one in, in Davenport. Uh, but the one out by me was the new Windsor fair and rodeo, the biggest little rodeo. I think it was the biggest little rodeo in the Midwest or something like that. Nice. And uh, we used to go out to that one because it was always the weekend before school started. So that was like the huge social event that everybody would go to. And there was like a demolition derby and a pageant and a rodeo and all that fun stuff. And nice. That was always like the, the last thing you did of summer before school started. Oh, and um, if you ever, I'm sure other state fairs have this too, but ours, uh, you can go online and it's not, spo- I don't believe this is sponsored by the Minnesota State Fair. Someone made this game, but it's State Fair Bingo. And um, you, it has pretty much on all the bingo pieces, you print out the boards and you play it to your friends and all the bingo pieces. Because some of what people love to do at the fair is pe- what people watch. And mm-hmm. uh, so oh, yeah. it basically has every stereotype <laughs> in each square that you have to find at the fair, like a guy with like Crocs with socks. If you see that oh, guy, you know the 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 jorts, you know the you know or the my favorite is the couple wearing jean shorts, each with their hand in each other's back pocket, walk, Ooh, walking man. down the and then you know if you they're wearing tie dye shirts, that's like that's like automatic bingo. I mean, you kind of have to win, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a win. That's right incredible. There. It's an incredible sight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the fair. Now I'm starving. All right. Oh, I'm so hungry now. Right. Okay, what's going on? What's Jim? What's your number? What's your number two? I don't know how I can top that. That was fantastic. I, that should have been my number one, but I baseballs. Oh, it should have be been. Number, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Okay. Mine is um, neighborhood games. So I grew up in a pretty tiny little neighborhood. I grew up in a neighborhood outside of a neighborhood. It's, it was like a road with homes on it, and then there was like a little loop of a back road. And uh, my best friend Jeff lived back there. And um, every day we would take turns as to who went to each other's homes every single day. So it just our phone conversations were like this. I'd ring, hey, are you coming to my place? Yep, bye, click. And that's it. <laughs> and then we would meet like halfway on our bikes. And then I would go to his house or he would come to mine and we'd play video games. Um, so video games were a big one. But then there were other kids who lived on our street too. So we would do like, neighborhood wide games like we and we would invent games like kids do so we would do not just hide and seek neighborhood wide hide and seek but we would do hide and seek dodgeball 
So not only did you have to find the person, then you had to hit them with the dodgeball. And if once you do that, it's open season until you get back to the base. So like just because you were found and you got hit, you weren't automatically it. You could just keep pelting people until everybody got back to the base and then you'd have to do it again. Jim, this is incredible because, <laughs> because this is also my number two. The exact thing, same things, all the things you were saying. My friend Tony and I, I call, he said, you coming over? Yeah, hang up. And he'd ride his bike down there. I'd ride my bike to his house. And we would sit and play video games. We have Twisted Metal 2 tournaments on my PlayStation. We would play all neighborhood hide and seek. We would <laughs> we would have super soaker oh, fights. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, super soakers. And uh, we. my parents, when I was like in fifth grade, they got an above ground pool. So we would go in the pool and have like fun noodle fights and just beat the shit out of each other and play <laughs> Marco Polo and like all those classic games, you know. Nice. And um, yeah, wow. man, it was, it was just a really fun neighborhood to grow up in because there was no traffic really to worry about. And uh, being a you know ten year old kid, you pretty much had your run in the neighborhood. It was nice. fantastic. This is awesome. I love that this exact. We had the same thing. This is great. This is so cool. Because and we you you mentioned that game you guys would play with the dodgeball, and we had a game. Mm-hmm. We did the all neighborhood uh, hide and seek, and we did the all neighborhood uh, super soaker fights. And uh, oh, I'll yeah. get back to super soakers in a second. But um, we did this game. We called it. I think we called it ditch, like. It was like a hide-and-seek game, but we had two teams. All the kids split into two. Like, half the kids were on one team, half the kids were on the other. And you had a, a um, um, you, one team went out, and we played through the whole neighborhood in the pitch black. <laughs> and one team went out, and they all hid in different spots. And the other team would go out and have to try to find them. And those kids could either choose to stay hidden or try to get to the home base. And, um, and, and if they got the home base, they were safe. But if you got caught, you were now on that team, the searching team. And you kept going and going until one, there was only one kid left getting to the home base, and he's the winner. And, okay. Yeah, it was so much fun because you're hiding in people's yards. And nowadays, people would call the cops and shoot you You know, if we oh, did this because yeah. we were hiding in people's yards, and people didn't even know. And, but it was so much fun, so much fun. And I, I absolutely love that game. Um, but Super Soaker fights. Jim, did you have Super Soakers growing up? Oh, yeah, man. Super Soaker 50, Super Soaker 100. Oh, I was just going to ask you, um, which ones did you have? Well, there you go. <laughs> and then I had this random one that my mom bought at Sam's that was like a, a five-gallon backpack, and it just had like a plunger gun at the <laughs> And you just run around and just – I mean, you would never have to refill this thing, but it would just weigh you down. So you couldn't really run with it because then it would splash water all over you from the backpack. But it was it was awesome. Was that the Super uh, Soaker three hundred? We had the backpack. It was it was like that, but it was like an off brand that oh, we got at Sam's. Okay, all right. I had the Super Soaker two hundred, and that had like the dual dual tubes on it, and it had the yeah. big. Oh, I love that thing. It had a strap because it was so heavy. You had to carry it like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. Like it, <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Do you ever watch CBS Sunday Morning? Uh, not not often. No. Okay. Okay. So Jane Pauley is the host of it now. No, it's like, it's the only news I really watch because it's like all really lighthearted, fun stories. It's never like death and crime and politics. It's like fun things. And they did a story, um, on Sunday morning last week about the guy who created super soaker and how he created it and how he came up with the idea. And then he went on to design Nerf guns. So that same guy did all of it and they did a profile on him. It was awesome. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Their, their slogan, wetter is better. 
And they uh, Super Soakers came out I've in seen 1990. That slogan so, I know. On so many different I know. things. Uh, the Super you mentioned the Super Soaker 15. I think everyone knows this one. Is the lime green with the white uh you know white nozzle and uh, that's like yeah. the one everyone had. Well, actually in 2015, Jim, the Super Soaker 50 was um nominated for the National Toy Hall of Fame because <laughs> it was so that's synonymous awesome. with the 90s. And uh, uh I love that. Yeah, I had the 50 and I had the 200. And I remember some guys had like the 30 or the 10 or like little pistol shooters. All oh, those things were so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I had a belt that had reserved tanks on it. <laughs> Like extra clips for my Super Soaker. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Oh, and Super, I think I think they still make Super Soakers. They're very different looking now, you know, but uh, they're still rocking them. But I loved, yeah, the all neighborhood Super Soaker fights and the hide and seek and and then the ice cream um, truck, of course. Did you have? Did the ice cream truck come around your neighborhood? Yeah, we had an ice cream truck. Oh, yeah. I loved the ice cream truck. Jim, what'd you get from the ice cream truck? Um, I I like the the Ninja Turtle popsicle. Oh yeah, and you always you, you open it and look like a deformed uh, crazy person. Yep, <laughs> it was yep, never loved it. Never loved looked it. like a turtle. Yeah, I like the. I was a fan of the bomb pops. You know, the red, white, and blue. It's classic, the, yeah, classic. Yeah. And I like the orange push-ups. I really was a fan of those. Mm. Yeah, and ice cream sandwich, of course. I mean, come on. Oh, I love. Yeah, I still yeah. love ice cream sandwiches. Oh God, we could have done a whole show just on neighborhood games. <laughs> oh man. That was, and you just didn't have a care in the world. Yeah, you just had to be home before the sun went down. Right. That was it. And if it, and it's not like yeah, like now, there's no way I would let my kid ride his bike around the neighborhood. No. Not now. No, not now. But twenty twenty five years ago, not that back in my day, but right. I mean, it just wasn't. It wasn't like I know. I wasn't gonna get kidnapped in my hometown. It just wasn't right. gonna happen. And even if you weren't home in time for dinner or when the sun went down, you could just hear your mom three blocks away yelling, Tom! <laughs> like, oh, shit, I gotta My mom go. would just ring the dinner bell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was her dinner bell. She'd just scream. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. It's dinner time. Fish sticks tonight. Woo! You know? Oh, man. And then my mom, did you have the Schwan man? Yeah. Yeah, we still. I still see Schwan man driving around our neighborhood now. <laughs> oh, man. My, my mom used to order from the Schwan man because... Uh, my dad worked nights, so it was just easier for her to get like chicken patties and fish sticks and stuff from the Schwan man, especially nice. on nights where we had summer baseball games. Right. So she would just throw chicken patties. Oh, I want chicken patties now. I know. She would just throw chicken patties in the toaster oven, and then that would be our dinner. And then we'd run out to our baseball game and oh, come back, man. and then we'd do night swimming afterwards. Oh, it was nice. awesome. Oh, so cool. Not a care in the world, man. Awesome. Well, Jim, we didn't even get to our honorable mentions because we both had the same number two, and you already know my number one. Well, I don't know your number one yeah. yet, though. So, well, which do you have a couple other honorable honorable mentions? I mean, I would say going to the fair. That that's fantastic, and I really wish that would have I would have thought of that. Put that on my list. I loved going to the state fairs, and um, even now, I love going to the fair. Not even just when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. My, I had a the, we had a pool for a while too. And we had a slip and slide, you know. So I was I was a big oh, fan yeah. of that, and um, yeah. So it'd be my honorable mention. Um, yeah, oh, so cool, so cool. Well, Jim, what's what's your number one then? My number one, and I kind of touched on it last week when I was talking about a Bob Seger song, and uh, you kind of brought it up a little bit too. Is just uh, one of the, once I got older and got my driver's license and stuff, we would go into Moline and we would cruise and just drive around all night, and you just never knew where the night was going to take you. But it always ended up with some crazy story. Right. Um, <laughs> at the moon tower. So my, at the yeah. moon tower, <laughs> yeah. my friends were all really into cars. So it, back, like it took us, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 minutes to drive into Moline. 
um, so we could get to this road. So all of us would meet up in my hometown and uh, a friend of ours, my, his name's Rob, um, his dad owned a body shop. So we would just meet up at the body shop and we could work on cars in there and, and install stereos. My friends were really into that stuff. So we would um, install stereos and stuff and put like lights under people's cars. And we were really into our cars at that point. Right. Were and you we like would, the, the, the uh, Fast and Furious guys? <laughs> Um, or was it actually not cool cars? fast or furious? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so I mean, there were like car clubs, and we would oh, drive okay. up there and meet people in parking lots and stuff. And then the cops would—I mean, you'd have like forty people sitting in a Kmart parking lot, all everybody outside of their car, and then the cops would rush in and everybody jump in the car and speed <laughs> off down the road and then do it again. Nice. And like it had to be fun for the cops just to break it up because they were—I mean, it's not worth it for them to write a ticket. Well, it gave so them something to do. To, you know, you could just yeah, run well, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so the loop was, it was from a Whitey's ice cream, which is a, a local, um, really popular ice cream company. And you would drive from Whitey's ice cream down to a Kmart. And it was probably, I'm going to say maybe a three mile loop. And then you just keep going back and forth. And it got to the point where police posted signs that say unnecessary repetitive driving prohibited. Oh, we so had if that they here. Saw your, <laughs> you had that too. These are yeah. signs made David Letterman one time. Oh, really? Because for like stupid signs. Nice. So if the cops saw you like three times in 45 minutes, they could give you a ticket. Oh and God. if you were sitting in a Kmart parking lot, they would give you a loitering ticket. Or I got one sitting at Whitey's Ice Cream one time. We got loitering tickets. And you go pay 45 bucks and you're fine. That's a quick way um, for the city to make some money. It, that's exactly what it yeah, was. There was yeah. once I was uh, <laughs> stupid. I was on one side of the road, and my friends were on another side of the road, and they threw a football over to me Uh-oh. over like five lanes of traffic, and I caught it and turned around, and there's just cop lights. I'm like, oh shit. So I like ducked behind a tree, and they didn't see him throw the football over the road. He was just getting them for loitering. So I like I like snuck back to that side of the road and then I just crawled in the back seat of my friend's blazer and laid there until the cop <laughs> did all the tickets and let everybody go. I'm like, you didn't think to look in the back seat of the car, see if there's anybody laying down for 90 minutes. <laughs> Whatever. So um, that's awesome. But we loved to, we loved our cars and we loved to drive around. Everybody had rims and stereos and flashy stuff. And then we would go to um, these events called DB Drag Racing. Which measured the decibels from your stereo system. Okay. So that you would you'd pull up you'd pull up to a, a booth and they would put a, a sound meter in and that was like one big car show. Like that's what we were really into at that point. Yeah. And a friend of mine, his name is Bobby, had like a duplex a couple blocks off of the strip and everybody would like do a lap on the strip and then go back to his place and hang out on the porch and then jump back in their cars and do another lap. It was fun, man. It was yeah. you just never knew like where the night was going to take you or how it was going to end but it was always a, it was always a blast and we would do that literally every single night yeah that's awesome yeah that's a, yeah it's kind of what i was talking about with my my first my number five pick it's just like you, you got off work and y'all just you just hopped in the car and just drove around and yeah you didn't know what where the yep. night was going to were you going to go to the beach at night and swim or are you going to go cause some trouble when you mentioned that your story about catching the football i swear you were going to say and i turned around and ran right into the cop car <laughs> like <you're> going <laughs> to like you just just crashed right on the hood. That'd be great. Uh, so cool. See, Jim, I told you this to be a fun show. God, I love this stuff. Fun show. Yeah. Good job, Tom. Good stuff. Well, I told Here you I was going to producer give... extraordinaire. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, so we had a couple more Facebook comments, and I said I was going to wait to the end because they, these people uh, had their own uh, favorites. And uh, listener Katie, who had a good question earlier in the show. 
uh, they did laser tag, all neighborhood laser tag in the dark. Oh, that uh, sounds awesome. awesome. And at the arcade I worked at, um, uh, we had a laser tag section in there. And when the, we, and during uh, when it wasn't nice out, so we weren't going to go out after work, we would uh, stay <laughs> without our bosses knowing and shut the lights off in the whole arcade, and we play all building laser tag, which was awesome. Oh man! Until awesome. someone really got hurt, and then we almost got sued um but uh <laughs> anyway it doesn't exist anymore don't worry about it. they're fine um so yeah katie that's an awesome one uh zach he gave a top five listener zach he said he'd fi- we'll go from five to one uh, pool parties slip and slides kickball uh nighttime mm-hmm. hide and seek was his number two just like ours you know neighborhood games and then wiffle ball was his number one which is a uh, that's an awesome ball. yeah that's a good one that's great and uh listener stubby J. I love the name. Uh, wiffle ball. We had wiffle ball games, hide and seek in the dark, riding in, um, riding bikes uh, to the beach. He had three of them there. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for sending in your stuff. That's awesome. I love reading these, like what other people did and stuff So or what their top fives are. Uh, wow, Jim, this was fun. I'm so excited. Now I just want to go drive around my car. <laughs> I just want – now we want no responsibilities. I just want to oh, go back to those times where, like <sighs> – I was making minimum wage and it didn't matter. And uh, I just had to be able to put gas in my car. That was yeah. it. You get your check would be like 50 bucks and that's all you needed for yeah. like two weeks. <laughs> you know, yeah. Great. Right. Oh, I love it. Oh, Jim. Well, Jim next week, next week, because we are going to be a featured podcast on podbean.com. So make sure everyone checks out. <sighs> we have to do a cool show. And, uh, um, I think we picked a good topic, Jim. What do you think? I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about this topic. Yeah, this topic was uh, suggested to us by a, a few people. We're hoping we're going to do this one. So we're going to do our top five fast food chains. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I started making my list, and it's growing by the minute. And I'm like, wow, man, I am <laughs> So fat. is my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there any stipulations on fast food chains? Okay. Is there a boundary we have to stay in? I asked my wife this, and she made up a, a good point. Um, and I actually asked the guy at work, too, this. And uh, you, you, when you and I were talking, you said, "Well, if you order from a counter, it's fast food." Um, if you don't get, if you don't have a waiter, if you don't have a waiter, okay. And I agree yeah. with you, but some places you order like that, and it's still like thirty dollars. Like it's expensive. Like, okay. Like, okay. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of like one that would be like I, you know, like a Five Guys, which I really like Five Guys, but it's like restaurant prices. So, would you consider that fast food? Oh, yeah, for sure. You think so? Okay. Well, it still might make my list then. Um, uh, okay. So that was the only – I think that's the only stipulation. It's like it got, it's got to be something with a drive-thru or you're not ordering from a waiter. You're either ordering from a clown's mouth or <laughs> in the drive-thru <laughs> or you go in at the counter and you get it and you you have your food within, you know, reasonable time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think people know what fast food is at this point. I think we should we, – I think we cracked the case on that one. <laughs> uh, Jim, where can, uh, where can people find us and hear us and all that stuff? Um, they can find us on Instagram. Um, I promise I'll post more if you start following me. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Uh, we're on Gmail, uh, like our friend in Taiwan got a hold of us. Yeah, Taiwan Jake. Uh, are we anywhere else? Uh, where we... Are we? Are we anywhere else? I no, I think you said you said Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. That's it right now. Um, I I can't f- find the password to our MySpace page, so um, we're still out there. <laughs> we're still Friendster. Out there. Friendster, uh, yeah, Friendster. Uh, I went there and um, I think I'm, uh, I'm on a list now. I don't think you're supposed to go there anymore. So, 
we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, you can listen to us on Podbean. Of course, we're going to be a featured podcast on Podbean.com next week, and uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and wherever you find your podcasts. And uh, go out and rate us. Um, and review us. Even if you want to give us a bad review, it's fine with us, but it helps other people find our show, like Jake in Taiwan and like our new friends in Denmark and and Australia, Jim. We're in Australia now and Canada. We have tons it's of people crazy. in Canada. Yeah, it's an absolutely Love incredible. Canada. So thank you, everyone, for, for listening to us. So please go out and rate us because uh, it just helps other people like yourselves find us and um, you know, people give us a try. If they like us, great. If they don't, and um, yeah, subscribe and, uh, you know, subscribe to us and then uh, you don't have to find us anymore it just automatically goes to your phone or wherever you listen so awesome well jim this is uh this has been fun i don't even want to let you go usually by the end of this i'm just tired and i just want to be done talking to you and i i, 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 I don't want to talk usually i don't want to talk to you until the following week but i know this it's is like great. this is enough yeah i've had enough of you and uh <laughs> but now i'm like this is exciting i want to talk about more stuff what do you want to talk about huh um great okay. i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll let, me off guard. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll let we'll let the people go. We'll let you know what, uh, Jim. I'm gonna call you back in five minutes. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll ice down my elbow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in eyes, in dispose, in disguises, no one knows. Has the face.
Black hole sun, won't you come? 